Pickaxe. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Triforce Podcast. What a jingle jangle that you blessed us with this morning. Thank you. Hashtag blessed. Thanks High so energy. much. You don't uh, see that as much now. Hashtag blessed. No, I know. I'm bringing it back. Uh, I, I feel like I missed out on the first wave and now, you know, it's time to bring it back. I think it's reached the point now where you could definitely use it. And people would people would love find it. it funny. They would yeah. love it. Would, people would really appreciate it. Yeah. Sure. I think so. Yeah. I yeah. think I I think you could probably do that with a bunch of stuff that people have forgotten. You know, I think you can always. It's always funny to bring up a slightly old meme hashtag. Oh yeah, thing. I as think long, I'm as long really as it's funny. old enough. You know, it has to have passed yeah. from the collective consciousness and into. It's, do you know what? It's only okay books. if I do it though. If somebody else does it, <laughs> fuck them. But yeah. if I'm doing it. It's acceptable. If you're trying oh, yeah. to steal this idea from Sips, bear in mind it only works with him in it. It doesn't yes. work with you in it. Right? Exactly. Don't, don't try and steal it. You will fail. Exactly. And you'll Timing make both is everything. Of you, both of you will look foolish. You'll both yes. have eggs. We'll you will both be have eggs on our face. Cringe. Yeah. Um, yes. Not and not hashtag blessed at all. <laughs> you'll be like a, the what's the opposite of being blessed? Damned. Cursed. Indeed. I'd say <laughs> hashtag <laughs> cursed. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I, I like that. Uh, a busy week for you, Sips. Uh, you have been in the kitchen the entire fucking week, apparently. Oh my god, Good man. Lord. I have been absolutely hammering plate up like there's no tomorrow, but I've been having a lot of fun. It's nice to uh, it's nice to be uh, really into a game, you know? Like you get you get those you get those times where you're just like I like the games I'm playing, but like I could take them or leave them. But man, played up has uh, has absolutely captivated me. Wow, like it sucks uh, you in. It's enchanting. Yeah, oh, it's kind of it's kind of blown up, isn't it? Like, like yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think people. I I think especially if you can play it with like uh, a person or a group of of people that mm-hmm. you work well with, it is very satisfying. It's a, it's a lot of fun and quite hard too, surprisingly. Yeah, you know, we, like, uh, yeah. Yeah. as opposed to Overcooked, which it gets compared to a lot, mm. naturally. Overcooked is something that you can just kind of complete and you're done. But with, with Played Up, it's it kind of goes into like an endless mode after you five-star your restaurant, mm. which gets harder and harder and harder. So it's kind of fun to to try to maximize everything to, to push as far as you can into the endless mode, um, where it just gets insane. But it's really fun. It's really, really fun. I've I enjoyed saw, it a lot. I saw you and Hafu. Well, we've had you on in the office, um, Sips. You and you don't know this, but we've got a big TV in the middle of the office and we've just had you and Hafu on it. And there was one playthrough that I, I think I went home at like, you know, late at night and you were still going. And then I came back the next morning did like a full day of recording and in the afternoon you guys were still doing the same run or something. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it was, was like, like we got to like overtime day 21 or something. But like it was insane cuz like when you start the game 
you're like the the first day you get six customers or something right by day 21 we were we were we were we were getting like 75 customers or something like mm. it was just insane it was really hard to balance and then we lost but it was it was good it's been really fun so yeah, yeah. i i'm i'm glad to see people enjoying it because it's it's it is a real fun game we've had um I, I dragged Simon's computer across the office and set it up on one of the other TVs and um, and we just sat around all night drinking and playing play. But it was a really good evening and yeah. I think you, you that was the night when you like I, I think you just finished a 12 hour play up stream and you were like you sent me a message saying do you want to play and I was like this is too deep Half was in a completely different time deep. zone to me as well so she's just she's existing on these like really degenerate hours now where she's She's like, no, like she's overnight. waking up at like two thirty, three o'clock in the morning, just Jeez. so that we can play. Just to like, play, to play yeah, just to fit in with like my my like schedule and stuff. It's pretty, it's nice, but like I also concerning as well because obviously yeah. you don't want somebody to be, you know, their 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 physical and mental health being affected, but. I don't yeah. know. It's one of those things, right? It's not, I, I feel like it's a game that you you'll will binge on for a few weeks and then move on sort of thing, yeah. but mm-hmm. like you know, games. You I just think... enjoy it while it's fun and and there you go. Like that's that's kind of like the the essence of gaming, isn't it? It's just those 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 sort of like getting into something, really liking it, binging through it and then getting to the point where you're like, yeah, cool, I'm done. I, I can move on to something else now mm. or whatever. I like that. Totally. There's a few yeah. other sort of multiplayer games that are that are fun to hang it. It's just I don't know. It's just nice to have a multiplayer game for once. Like everyone was playing Stray, or everyone was playing I don't know whatever the hot new thing was that was single player. Was it Dota? And that's all. That's all good. At any point, <laughs> it's never Dota. It's it's when is Dota going to be the hot game again? It's a it, but it's an older it's an older competitive game, right? Like we it, pick it's... up Dota every time there's a TI. For I mean, to yeah. be fair as well, I am coming down today to do Dota the next two days in the Yachts. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. When is when is uh. When is it going to be the time when everybody's like, you guys heard of this game Dota? And it's something Well, it'll be, it'll be uh, just a couple of days after the annual um, it's like a international game. ends. Everybody gets like, back into it, right? You guys ever heard of this game called War Thunder? It's totally blowing up, dude. It's, like, it's a fucking ancient game. Like, I'm, I'm just waiting when, for When they bring time. out Dota 3, let me fucking our know. Time you come. have your time once a year, every what summer. What are you talking about? You've There's had a your resurgence. time. I every want us to be the biggest game on Twitch just once. I not a, a TI. That's all I'm saying. I want people to realize it's a great game and fucking play it and stop stop playing uh, the, its Played rivals. Up. No, stop play up is a not a rival. Play is a direct competitor. Have a bad time. I'm saying the- get rid of League. I want League to die. I want Dota to be top. Get Dota to the top. Fuck the okay. rest. Okay. Well, it's good that you've got your. I think. There. I think honestly, the uh, the only difference is I think League <laughs> is just marketed better than than Dota. I actually think Dota is a, a better game. Like, well, uh, I, I mean, Dota has like four but... fucking developers. League has yes. like two thousand staff. You know, I mean, Dota yeah. is like managed by fucking one guy in his pants uh, yeah it really is i love that trip to seattle to valve was hilarious it was, it was like absolutely holy shit mad. we're actually gonna meet the guys who work on dota and it was like an office the size of my garage it was like a cubicle the size of my garage with four people in it it's like oh hey cool you guys work on dota yeah that's it like it was just, that was the team it was so yeah. good yeah and they were building like a lego star destroyer that's what they were yeah, building yeah. that's yeah, what they, they weren't were working really on fucking busy. dota that's for goddamn sure Anyway, I'm, sorry, I'm saying Valve, there's a. I'm sorry. I'm, 
if you i'm not they, associated with this podcast in any way they just they just need to put in what they're getting out i think that's the funny thing about valve is that you know they're obviously making billions from dota no. why don't they put some of that back in to they're dota? making billions from steam homie that's yeah it. they make billions from steam dota, dota they're making billions from money. dota no, they're not making billions they're making great money from dota for a game that's 10 years old. They make like five bucks a month or something. <laughs> yeah, like, that's it's not that. much. You're right. It's, it's, not, it's not. They're just breaking even most of the time. They make um, a lot listen, of money from uh, the battle pass. Anyway, sorry, go on. Listen, I wanted to uh, to come back to something we, we spoke about last week because I watched the Woodstock 99 train wreck oh, documentary yeah. God, after almighty. you recommending it. And uh, it was good. I, I I thought it was it was good. It, it made me go off and read more uh, about the whole thing. I didn't realize like how sort of you know, uh, dire the whole thing was. I remember it happening. Like, I, I remember hearing about it and stuff, but I, I didn't realize that it was like, you know, such a mess and stuff. But man, fuck me. The 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 part where uh, the, in, in the rave hangar where the van was, was going through during yeah. Fat Boys... Holy shit, that's that is the worst story like I think I've ever heard. Like when they were talking about what was happening in yeah, the van yeah. and stuff like that. Fuck me, man. Like you just uh, it's the worst. I just hate shit like that. Like it just it's almost like uh just the like whole story me a is bit. mental yeah. that people could just tr- casually drive a van yeah. with a woman who'd been sexual assaulted in the back of it into uh, the middle it's of just, a rain. It's unfucking believable, man. Like it's uh, uh, staggering that I mean, I don't know how many um how many women like unreported but like the 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 actual 99.9 i guarantee yeah the the statistics are are insane because it's like you see that and you're like holy shit like so many people must have died that weekend no it's like two people did and you just think, I, mean, How I, I, I think the, the craziest like, thing to me is like um, the the women saying no that you died, were just getting. They? No, I didn't think anyone died. No I one think died. died. Um, no, yeah, there was like two people who died. One guy collapsed from I think heat exhaustion. He was in his forties and, oh, okay. uh, and died. They didn't mention that. And, and, and that. another guy overdosed. He he oh, overdosed. Okay. Had heat exhaustion and then eventually oh, died wow. of hypothermia while he oh, was wow. in a coma from um, from complications doing uh, owing to overdosing on drugs and uh, and like complications with obesity as well. He, I mean, well, he, he so died. I'm, I'm not going to. He was put, only a kid. I'm not going to put those deaths necessarily at the feet of the Woodstock '99 organizers. No, no. I mean, that was that that I think that very much was people going going hard and yeah. you know. But the rest of it, I mean, the the water being contaminated the lack oh, of available man. drinking water when that, when that woman was describing trench mouth fuck yeah me. <laughs> just unbelievable oh geez. so the, the thing is if you oh, think God, about it you enjoyed it i enjoyed it that a was that lot, was the, uh... 1999 there had yeah. there was no sort of uh me too was 20 years away right yeah the idea of women speaking out of just being grabbed and other men policing other men and saying what the fuck are you doing that didn't happen back then. If you yeah. know, dudes were just grabbing these women, like that was it. And when the women were crowd surfing, they were just getting groped the whole time. God knows yeah. how many sexual assaults took place. I, I would say if you were a woman at that event and you didn't get sexually assaulted, that that in itself is uh, is a standout statistic because holy shit, what a bunch of perverts! Yeah, oh, it's it's crazy. There's so many people. The the I, I was wondering because you know they were all they were so um they they talked about you know being profitable and and budget cuts and stuff so often and you think I think over the week the weekend that it took place 
they saw about 400,000 people come through. Right. Uh, who all would have paid like, what, 150 bucks per ticket? Yeah, it's crazy. So where the fuck was all their money going? But then you think of the lineup they had for the weekend. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I guess, I guess that's where it all went. You're not going to get corn. Limp Bizkit, Metallica, the Red Hot Chili—like these were all like the big bands of right. of that of that uh, era, right? And, and of uh, course, th- fucking Bush. Like we forgot about Bush. What a shit band! I fucking Bush. hated Bush. <laughs> yeah, Bush. Out comes what is it, Gavin Swallow. Ross or whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Like, Man, he, he he was married to Gwen Stefani, right? Yeah, and fucking cheated on her with a nanny. <laughs> What, who the fuck does this? Gwen Stefani, what are you doing? Like, come on. <laughs> what are you thinking, Bush, Bush, Gavin, Rossdale from Bush? Like, what, what the hell is wrong with you? It's it's crazy anyway. But yeah, no, he was, I, I love the, I love the bit where he had to go on stage with Bush right after corn like yeah that was so good (laughs) the audience was just amped to the fucking max and then howdy comes without a shirt on swallow (laughs) like it's just what made me laugh was they said gavin did a really good job of calming down the crowd i'm thinking no they're just not a hype band and everybody there was like oh yeah it's oh it's bush like yeah it wasn't some clever gavin was like i've read the room here and i must calm these people i think people just didn't give a shit you don't hear bush played on their fucking radio anymore dude ever no of course they not. disappeared um, yeah yeah they're still together apparently but i don't Fuck know what em. they're even shit. doing Dog yeah shit. yeah but they had some some weird so the whole lineup was uh, like we we spoke about this last week when we said it was a lot of new metal which was at the time huge right like yeah. it, it, it just really blew up but the almost the whole lineup was these new metal bands right but then uh interwoven in there was like Willie Nelson, yeah, Jewel, Jewel. Cheryl Crow. I know, like, yeah. Uh, it and and even Bush to some extent. I mean, you know, like the, these these were like much slower paced, yeah, yeah, bands, right? Um, and I, I just feel like, but like a lot of the problems they they would have had was was the lineup was was very specific, yeah. But then thinking about like music in the '90s as well, you went from like early '90s. Kind of like uh, moody, angry music, but slower to mid to late 90s, a lot faster, but very angry, very aggressive very music, angry. right? Yeah. Like, uh, like the I'd say the 90s just generally was very, uh, very angry decade, wasn't it, for music? Like, you had... Guess, the- yeah, the music was, but oddly enough, I think... It was a pretty chill decade. Um, it was not in, bad, yeah. Like uh, I mean, when, when I think back to to the nineties, I don't think about. I mean, obviously, we, I'm just talking about UK centric here. But uh, yeah, you know, it was like it wasn't. It wasn't that bad. It didn't feel like uh, like nowadays where everything seems fucking insane. It uh, the other the I other was thing younger, that I, so maybe a lot of it I, I missed. Yeah, the another thing that struck me that I thought was was kind of interesting was. Um, the people speaking about the kids and stuff that were at Woodstock 99 and the way that they were behaving and how appalled they were of all this stuff going on and stuff. And it wasn't anything like Woodstock in, in 69, you yeah. know, that was, you know, peace and love and stuff. But 
The kids who are at Woodstock 99 are the product of people yeah. who would have been at Woodstock 69. So you created these people. Like, what the fuck are you? What have <laughs> you done? See. You know what I mean? Like, I, 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 peace I and love. That. You yeah, created yeah. like the angriest generation of <laughs> yeah, kids yeah, yeah. and sent yeah. them off to Woodstock 99 30 years later. And, and they fucking trashed the place. Like, what the what what have you done? Like, it's, I, it's you. It's down to you. They it's, were almost thinking like, you know, how how do we get our kids to be as chill as us? Because we're really chill. They and cool. weren't. <laughs> they had no chill. Like they were really just fucking destroying the place in the end. You know what? Well, I think understandably, the issue, there are two well. issues. Like, they were treated like animals. It was crazy. Yeah. First of all, you you spent several days winding this crowd up because if the music is making them angry, which it does. Normally, that's just a release. Yeah. But the problem here is there were things for them to be legitimately upset about. Oh, so yeah. So they sort of rebelled at the end. So that that was the, the... My biggest takeaway was that the people acted like fucking animals, but they were also treated like animals. And it was In just the first that, place, that yeah. perfect storm. It was a perfect yeah. storm. Um, and the, the organizer, that guy, the, the guy with the curly hair, the organizer, he yeah. had the most punchable fucking face. Oh, he, did, yeah. he just had that sort of weird he had that smirk, shit-eating grin all the time. Just all didn't he? the time. Yeah. Fuck off, dude. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah, he was just a callous <laughs> motherfucker. Dude didn't give a yeah. shit. Man, if I uh, go somewhere and they're charging uh, ten bucks for a burrito, I'm trashing the place as well. I'm just saying. Uh, it's, that's, it's too much. It's stupid. Uh, like four bucks for a bottle of water. I mean, and off, you've yeah. and you've paid 150 bucks to go there in the first place. There's shit everywhere. There's garbage all over the place. Like, Even oh, now, man, it just looked I like mean, hell. Every time a new episode started, I was just like, "Fuck me, that's got to be hell." <laughs> it, like you're standing in a field filled with oh, garbage and, and shit, shit and smelling in, in blazing heat. And you, I mean, you grew up in in New York. You you grew up on that side of the world. The summers are so fucking hot with the humidity brutal. and stuff brutal. too. They're brutal, right? Yeah, man. I don't like. I, it's it it's staggering that not more people were killed, yeah. assaulted, like everything. But I, again, I think a lot of it went unreported because they seem to be very, very aware of the bad pub- publicity yeah. and probably also, paid a lot tell? of money to ch- to shut people up. Like, who are you well. gonna tell? Those security guards were just like kids. They rounded up at the mall. Yeah, like and like, and the <laughs> the wild thing is too. I mean, cell phones weren't in circulation then right you know it wasn't you couldn't just film it yourself you, and you couldn't just phone somebody to say this has happened you couldn't right. you, like it was it was kind of harder to get hold of like you know emergency services whatever right yeah, like you had to find a pay phone or, or an office that had a phone or something it was you know what i did think uh whenever i think back to the 60s and all the footage you see of the police turning up and cracking some hippie heads right that was a big thing they turn up with their big sticks and yeah. just start smacking these poor kids. When the police finally got called on Woodstock 99, I wonder how many of the old, the old guard who'd cracked hippie heads were like, my time's come again. Come on, butterfly. That's his nickname for his, his truncheon. We got, <laughs> we got hippies to hit. And they, out they go. Big fat old cops just, Rah, feels like old times, smacking oh, some hippie man. on the head. That's probably. what they. That's what they were praying for it to kick off. Probably, yeah. It was a. It was a. It was a interesting documentary. I like watching stuff like that, like uh, especially like music documentaries and and whatever. But yeah, no, it was an interesting one. Good, yeah. Good shout. I'm glad I watched it. My uh, also, I while I went on like a bit of a bender, I watched two other music documentaries because uh, over the weekend the baby just had this monster nap on my lap. Mm. Uh, the kids were just like playing outside and stuff, so I was like, whatever. I'll just watch some documentaries, I guess. I watched uh, an ABBA documentary, which was really good. 
Good lord, man. <laughs> no, it was good. And I watched a Kate Bush documentary as well. Hell yeah. Really good. Yeah, she's uh, really, okay. really interesting. And the documentary was uh, excellent as well. I watched them both on, I think, BBC4, the iPlayer. They got so much shit on there, man. It's crazy. Like, it's just, uh, if you're ever, like, stuck for something to watch, BBC2 and BBC4's, like, uh, content archive is insane. There's so much stuff to watch that you wouldn't have seen because it was just on TV at some odd time that you've never realized or whatever, you know? Mm. Kate Bush. Well, she obviously got chucked back into fame with the old Stranger Things soundtrack recently, right? Yeah, but- yeah. But she um, she just, she just um, retreated from the limelight for about 15 years like she i think her mother died she broke up with her long-term partner and then got together with uh the guitarist of her band uh left london moved out to the countryside and just just didn't do anything she just Just like she was still working on music and stuff she had a she had a uh a child and she just decided i'm just gonna raise my raise my child and take my time and do whatever and then 15 years later, she just came back with uh, like a new double album, and people were like, "Oh, great, she's back." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, uh, it's, it's very a, low key, very low, like yeah, that. very low key. But like, um, you know, almost like a like a recluse sort of thing. But like, but she, you know, some some very famous friends who speak highly of her as well. Like in the documentary, you had like Elton John and all the all these people who were were just like, yeah, you know, like we, we kept saying to her, you should come back and record music or whatever. But she was just like, no, I'm just, you know, I'm just doing my thing. I'm just enjoying my life or whatever. And I, I, I think it's, I think she just had such a like, um, you know, like sometimes when, when, when musicians, artists, celebrities, like they get, they get really big and they just end up being like, uh, really eccentric like in the in the wrong ways sort of thing i don't know she just seemed like a a, like a lot more human the fact that she could just make this reasonable decision about her life and kind of stick to it and not be controlled by what she thought people expected of her and stuff like that you know what i mean i think it's really healthy i think that people when they've had this big success and they're set for life you know and they're very comfortable they don't need to keep pushing and burn out they don't need to keep going and keep working and keep driving themselves mad Mm. i mean i I feel like that's a little bit like what happened with anthony bourdain you know he couldn't ever shut off his desire to keep doing more and more and seeing more places and doing more things like he was very he struggled to settle down and appreciate what he had i guess appreciate that he was a success and that he could take time to just relax and not work and not he 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 had such an addictive personality though right where he was yeah he went from drugs to working in a kitchen to making these tv shows to like being obsessive with with one project after the next and i think a friend of mine went out with him uh <clears throat> not a, as in a, on a date but um to a nightclub um <laughs> and they went like super late and bourdain was like Let's fucking go. Like, I'll, I'll get the full story and I'll tell it on a later podcast if I can. But it was essentially my mate, who was a young lad, was was absolutely fucking in awe of just how much Bourdain could put away, his stamina, his energy. The dude was just like a machine. Yeah. Um, and I think, obviously, that's not normal to be like that at that age. And I think it's just... Yeah, because he was an older guy, right? Yeah, like... but to be constantly looking for that buzz... Uh, you know, he needed I, I, he needed yeah. something. I think a lot something. of people are just. I mean, he's an extreme version, but I think a lot of people are the same. They they can't turn it off. Mm. You know, they 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 feel like they have to just keep going and keep going, even though this is you see it with millionaires and billionaires and these people who have 
made them there themselves, you know, yeah. and yet they, they won't slow ever, down. Yeah, they, they won't ever going. let go um, yeah. or even like take a back seat, you know. So and it's and it's weird that Kate Bush and that that comedian who was who took that I can't remember what his name was. He was in um was in Ghostbusters and stuff. He was quite famous. Um, who, who, who took no? He took the time off. He had a family and sort of disappeared. Oh, um, Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis. Yeah. He, he, um, yeah. He went off and uh, I think he quit showbiz, and he went off. Uh, did he do a country music album? I believe. Let me check. I, uh, Rick Moranis is an interesting guy because he was started off with Second City and all that stuff in um, yeah. Canada. But then yeah, he was yeah, in he, Little Shop of uh, Horrors, right? Yeah. Rick I mean, if you look at his career in the eighties, he was in. Ghostbusters, Brewster's Millions, Little Shop of Horrors, Spaceballs, Ghostbusters 2, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, Parenthood, L.A. Story, Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. But yeah. he was in The Flintstones, you know, less said about oh, that. Of course, yeah, then, yeah. Honey, I Shrunk the Audience, which I didn't realize was that that's a ride. That's a 4D film in Disney. And then uh, Honey, yeah, We Shrunk really Ourselves, good. which is a 1997. And then nothing, basically for the rest of his career, just did some voiceover stuff. And um, I think he just kind of stopped. He just decided, you know what? No, he I'm must done. have been absolutely no, 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 minted by family. that point, he, he, he took time off to raise his kids and he just didn't want to be in the world, I think. He just wanted to to take some time out look yeah i'm a single parent and i just found it was too difficult to manage to raise my kids and do the traveling involved in making movies so i took a little bit of a break and a little bit of a break turned into a longer break and then i found that i really didn't miss it all right well yeah. here's another thing his wife did die um well i mean so yeah, that's they had two children so he slowly left the public life to, to look after them so that was more it, it wasn't Man, i did not know that decision. about rick moranis that's crazy yeah. so yeah he Poor just kind of he just kind of stopped but um yeah yeah, interesting. Uh, I I guess he had uh, a pretty great uh, career. I mean, he was certainly he was in all kinds of big movies and would have. And like, he's like uh, you know Saturday Night Live and um, Second City and all that kind of stuff. So you don't hear about it very often that people just stop to um, to raise. Like I I know like um, like John Lennon kind of took a couple of years off to raise um, his son, uh, but I don't know. I don't know if he actually stopped writing music at the time or anything but like you know he, yeah. he was just this is like post Beatles and stuff but um that's another kind of like um you know example Julian, of somebody... i've told you to put your clothes away in the bedroom Julian. <laughs> why have, how many times have i got to tell you Julian, to tidy up your room Julian? <laughs> I think I could write a song about that. Tidy your room, Julian. Tidy your room. All you've got to do is tidy. <laughs> oh man! Um, but Who yeah, hasn't you know flushed the toilet? Why is the toilet unflushed, Julian? It wasn't me. I've if been in the studio. Flush it down. <laughs> Before we continue, using the internet without ExpressVPN, it's like leaving your keys in your car while you run into the petrol station oh my God. for a packet and of crisps. It's like leaving your keys in your car and then the car accidentally putting itself into gear and driving down the road by itself. And all you can do to stop it is shoot a gun at it, uh, hitting the trunk and then causing it to explode. That's it's right. like leaving your keys in your car and instead of the car being outright stolen, a group of strangers you've never met go over every inch of your car, take notes of all the little details, all everything that they can find in the vehicle. 
they make notes of it and sell it to other people yeah. so they can advertise you about what a filthy, dirty car you And want. also a family of <laughs> raccoons decided to breed and shit in there. Also too. the raccoons, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so please use ExpressVPN. You can secure your online data today by visiting expressvpn.com slash Triforce. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash Triforce. You can get an extra three months free. Uh, and, you know, keep your, keep your car safe. Keep your online browser safe. Take care of your car, for goodness Jesus sake. Christ, people. On with the show. <laughs> <laughs> I think Nelly Furtado took some time off to either, God. either raise kids or... I feel like I Send heard that she works. That would she's be like great. a it's like a school teacher now or something. Like, but I think she's not. She's she. I I don't think she's doing music stuff anymore. Or maybe she is still, but she's got like a just like a normal job too or something. I don't know. I need to look it up. But she I works think as a barista. Yeah, sure. No, I mean whatever. Like, I I just like this. I li- I like this this attitude towards get because you you that it's so easy to just get wash down the river of everyone telling you what to do and doing the normal thing every yeah, day yeah. and like it's i just like the the idea anyway I rick moranis yeah. i heard was coming back um because they're doing a, a disney plus um honey i shrunk the kids called shrunk of course it's yes. all has to be like one word re- now rebooted um yeah people can't deal with a title that's too descriptive i think yeah. it's either overly descriptive or it's just a single Where are word. you going to go with that title, though? They've done it. Honey, I shrunk the kids, but then I made them bigger again, and now they've shrunk again <laughs> twice. Like, yeah, how long is the movie title going to be? I think it's I good just that they know, just shortened it. I want to know what I'm getting. You know, it's... A, yeah. it's a, you go in. If the movie is called Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, you're like, I know exactly what this is going to be. If it's called Shrunk, well, that could be anything. Honey, I fucked up big time. (laughs) Honey, I've done it again. (laughs) Honey, the children are much smaller than they used to be. (laughs) Oh, man. Those are great movies, though. And Honey, I Shrunk the Audience, uh, I saw as a kid at, uh, I think it was MGM Studios. What was MGM Studios, which is now, I think, just Disney Studios uh, at uh, at Disney World in Florida. And they also had it at the uh, one in France, and uh, I've I've taken my son on it, and he liked it too. He'd watch the movie. We had mm. we had like uh, the movie, and then when we went to Disney, he saw that, so it was like a good sort of like, oh, I know this, and and he liked it. But there was a, it was all like in in three D. You had to put the glasses on, stuff like mm. you know flew out of the screen at you and stuff. And, and then you're uh, in like a roller coastery thing as well, where you bounce around are you so it's like that's it's not no it thing, wasn't it? so or... much roller coastery but the the seats themselves had um these like little air tubes under them so there's one part oh. where like he spills a crate of rats and the rats run out of the screen towards you uh, like as if they're gonna go into like the audience right and then these mm-hmm. little tubes start wiggling around behind your feet so you, it feels like rat tails on oh. the back of your feet so okay. it's like like little prop things as well there's like oh. a point where I think the dog sneezes and they spray like uh, misty water from like the <laughs> ceiling on you and shit like that. Sure. You know, it's like a, like a, like an immersive experience. Mm. It, yeah. yeah. So it's good for kids, right? They love well, that you, shit. You know yeah. what wasn't an immersive experience? I watched the movie Moonfall. Oh, I um, saw your tweets. Yeah. Yeah. My God, what a piece <laughs> of shit! Don't watch it. I thought this would be a fun, goofy, shitty disaster movie. You it's tend to watch awful. some some shitty movies. You've like got to a... look at these things. I, if you're looking, at, I watched a lot of good movies, 
Mm-hmm. But I also like to watch some bad movies. I like to balance it out. Because yeah. sometimes a movie that's been very badly reviewed is actually really good. Sometimes. And sometimes a really good movie that, that everybody loves, you don't enjoy at all. So nah, you can't true, you yeah. can't be too dismissive. And I'm no. also fascinated to see bad movies. Like, I, I really am. They're fascinating. Budget of $140 million for Moonfall. Um, and it's just, $140 million? Yeah, yeah. God, they should have just given me that money. I know. I could have retreated from the limelight. It is mad. (laughs) (laughs) To the moon. I wish Rowan Emmerich would retreat from the the limelight because he needs to stop making movies. It's just abysmal. It's it's so bad it's not even funny, really. Yeah, that's another thing, right? So it's yeah. like, why is it so Kate Bush retreats from the limelight. Nobody wants her to because she's actually good. Like right. why not then fucking Michael Bay retreat to the yeah. like, from the limelight or something? I'd you like, know, like Zack Snyder, Michael Bay, <laughs> Roland Emmerich, get out of the fucking limelight. Get out Go. of the limelight. Just stop hogging the limelight. Take a fucking break. <laughs> Have a get day out. off. Fuck off. You've ruined the limelight. Yeah. It's Colonel yeah. Brown. Yeah. Um so what's what's the uh, what's the, the limelight's turning brown, Mom? <laughs> what's, what's, what's wrong with it? The, what's wrong with it? So yeah. it's the setup is really poor. Like it's it's like he's seen a bunch of other movies and then tried to stick them in. So there's a kind of uh, Mark Kermo does a really good review of this. If you I, I watched the movie and then people said you should watch Mark Kermo's review. I did, and I was like, the problem with Kermo's review is, and bear in mind, Mark Kermo loves the Twilight movies. All right, so. Let's oh. take Mark Kermode's Wait, reviews Twilight with a pinch of the, salt. Wait, um, Twilight is the teen vampire yeah. thing, right? He's a yeah. big fan, legitimately. Like, there's a right. bunch of things that Mark Kermode is like, he's a film critic, so he's never going to just be a normal person. Yeah. He's always going to have some weirdo take because that's how you get column inches and that's a nice way to, to make people think, wow, isn't he interesting? But, but no, um, Twilight sucks. Moonfall sucks. They can both suck. Both things suck. Uh, and we don't need to be cute about it. So I find that kind of annoying. Th- this is a bad film because the characters Mark don't Kermo make sense. called the film radioactively dumb. Right, adding, but he also my said... My turned to sewage. I had so much... I was grinning from ear to ear. <laughs> radioactively dumb. Yeah, it is really bad. I mean, there's a scene... There's scenes oh where God, they man. just... The dialogue is just... You, you just think, did, was this the first draft? of the script. Like, I think a lot of the time when it's that stupid, no one's read it and thought, does this make sense? Is this even logical? Is this in any way adhering to science? Even just a little bit. So for example, the moon is off course because it's some aliens got inside it and is digging a hole and like pushing, I think, the earth towards the, the moon towards the earth or something. Uh, sure. Now the moon is getting closer and it sucks all the water up right. from the surface of the earth. So it's just hanging there. Uh, which is ridiculous. Uh, I don't think that that, that would happen. Um, and then they say, if we can get this alien out of there, uh, the moon should just return to its original course. Halle Berry says that line. Wow. And I'm like, why? Why would it do that? You've knocked it off course. It's now off course. It's not going to go back to what it was doing before just because oh. you changed its orbital path. It's now been slowed down or sped up. If you speed it up, it's going to go further away. You slow it down, it's going to come closer. You can't speed up and slow down the moon, Earth. We don't have it in us, all right? It's beyond us. We're sending (sighs) space shuttles up there, which is another thing. The space shuttles were decommissioned. Why are there still space shuttles in this movie? And there were these these other weird things popping up. It just makes no sense. And then the guy who was his mate, Jon Snow's mate in Game of Thrones, he was the one who said, oh, Jon, I I don't know about that, Jon, the sort of panicky Mr. Mannering one. Uh, oh, who could Sam have been Tarly. Yeah, Sam Tarly, him. He's like a 
a, a conspiracy theorist who thinks the moon is a megastructure, and for some reason they fucking believe him, and he just oh. turns up at NASA and they're like, oh, yes, you're in charge now. Like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> just watch it. It's so bad. Wow, this is horrendous. I would I would love to, to be on set when they're filming some of these incredibly dumb scenes and just see, is it just a... I kind of think it's just people doing their jobs worth, you know, like like people who've turned up to work and they've got this thing to, to film and everyone's there just to get paid and leave, you know? Yeah. yeah. And there's no passion. There's no thought. Like, like you said about the space shuttles, it's like they're stuck in the, the 80s, you know? So, so there is it one thing. It would not I, be space I, shuttles down. They, they don't... They're not used they don't, for this but sort of I will stuff. say, I'm pretty sure that the scene with the space shuttle is at the start of the movie, and it's meant to be 10 years later or something that we then come back down to, to present. So I might be wrong about that, but I don't think we'll be using them in 2012 either. Um, so either way, it felt weird to see a space shuttle. Um, I, I, don't, I don't think we've used them for some time. Yeah, the last flight was 2011. Okay, so that, it could, that could have been the last flight. Indeed. Right, I see. But yeah, it was weird. They just didn't believe him. When he says they got attacked by aliens, they're like, solar flare. And there's no, like, why would they throw him under the bus like that? Like, as as usual, they need a bad guy. And apparently the people that run NASA are evil, according to Roland Emmerich. Like, they're just idiots. And it's up to plucky, sacked, drunk astronaut Patrick Wilson to fucking turn up and save the day. No, I'm pretty sure it'd be a team effort, as everything is at NASA. <laughs> Ridiculous. And how he buried another sack stinker. drunk former professional is such a a, a movie thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, they love it. Such he, come, a movie he comes thing. back to sort it out. Like, you nobody could tell else that could that guy would be a massive cunt. You know, he'd probably <laughs> yeah. like, have beaten his wife. He'd probably be a fucking a miserable shit. I would hate that guy. But somehow he's got a heart of gold. Yeah. And, you know, that's the American way, isn't it? You know, it's, you it's be... that lousy, nasty bureaucracy that got him sacked. Um, so, yeah, it, it, don't you think it's weird? Here's a thing that is such a movie trope and if you watch there's so many films where this is the case once you notice it it's hard to unsee how do you set the scene for this guy's kind of a fuck up he lives alone his apartment's a mess he wakes up and opens his fridge and there's just a beer in there and of course he just bang opens a beer smokes a cigarette and they're like where are you McClulloch we need yeah, you it's just rigs from Lethal Weapon pretty right. much but, it's that then- character they, but that then, was based they, on they obviously things. have to show he's a nice guy. So what they do is they have him have a lovely dog, which is in immaculate condition. Of course. He opens a cupboard and it's full of dog food because he cares for his dog. He gets a sparkling clean plate out, you know, gives him his dog food. You know, obviously everywhere else is an absolute shithole. Right. Um, he's, he's you, know, a, you have you know, to show that you care and you look after his dog. And he has a, probably a motorcycle or a very cool car. Uh, and, uh, you know, his, his place is just a fucking dump. This guy, yeah. in reality, would turn up to work stinking of booze and B.O., his dog would be a mess because I don't think he would ever bother taking the time to brush him or clean him or fucking walk him. When's he walking the dog? When is this <laughs> character taking his dog for a walk? Never. Never. No. Riggs isn't walking the dog. You don't see him walking the dog on a lead No, he's too busy beach. fighting crime in LA. He doesn't have time to walk the exactly. dog. Come on. Or, or sleeping it off, sleeping off a massive hangover. So I just think it's ridiculous. It's su- such a stereotype. I think John Belushi, not John Belushi. What was his brother? Was his brother James Belushi? Yeah. Made a movie K9. I think he plays yes, the exact, K-9, same, yeah. exact same character in that. They love it. They it love was it. a the, popular the type of character up. in 80s and 90s movies. And maybe still. I don't know. I don't watch as many movies sure as I is. used to. Well, but yeah. according, apparently, according to Moonfall, it's a perfectly acceptable uh, way to portray a character. 
Very lazy. I, I don't know why they can't just think up a new character type, you know? Like, uh, what about the, the, the lead character from Memento who had short-term memory problems and had to tattoo clues all over his body? That's interesting. Right. Interesting, yeah. <laughs> why don't we use that character again? Yeah, well. <laughs> why isn't that cool? Let's just get one more of those instead of another drunken has-been yeah. professional who's come back to save, salvage NASA or whatever. Agreed. Like, why can't we always, have it's a, always a like related cop. to science somehow as well, right? Like they're brilliant scientists. Well, okay, sure. But like, it's just like, it feels like it's somebody's like big wet dream sometimes, eh? When you're, when you're watching it, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's I, I also weird. think that the, a lot of the people that write these are just fucking hacks. And it's much easier to just copy another character than it is to write a new one. Yeah. I, I would love to see the grizzled uh, veteran detective who has a terrible memory and has to constantly write the name of the suspect on his arm. And then he gets confused because he's got all these old cases. Yeah. Right, looks like I'm going to catch the uh, the clown cap killer. No, uh, detective uh, forgetful. We uh, we did that two years ago. Don't you remember? Here's a picture of us with him in handcuffs. Oh, yeah, right. All right, well, uh, what about this guy? You know, he's like going through <laughs> all the names on his arms every 10 minutes. He completely forgets the case, but by God, he's the best. Yeah, it's. I, I, I totally get this. Like, I do you think it's because people want to be able to put them like they. I'm just an average idiot, right? And and that guy is saving the world, so maybe I could save the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you know? I think it is a bit of that, a bit of uh, projection. You can you can more easily. I mean, I also I guess it's sort of like uh, I guess it's it's kind of wish fulfillment to, to tell. I, I think it's kind of an insult to the audience to say, look, he's a slob like you. You know what I mean? And he's successful, so you and can be too. And he's done something. Yeah. yeah. He's a disgusting, but you don't have to change. scummy you slob could just, like you. You could just be a slob, yeah. right? And you'll still be, when you need to, you could just pull it out, you know? Oh, you just fucking live like a shithead. And, you know, when don't worry, when panic strikes, you'll be fine, you know? Yeah. You'll be yeah. there to save you'll the day. You'll be fine, yeah. You fucking yeah. disgusting slob. Yeah. By the way, buy some more popcorn. Yeah, for like uh, for like six six bucks for a small bag of of popcorn. Like uh, all they do is just heat up some kernels. Like there's I nothing always to buy it. it though. I, I same. I, I do every it. time. Yeah. I'm an idiot. As well. it's, me too. I, I I wonder how much that is true though. Like in a sense, because all these these these, I, it's quite cool to have a a drunk older guy who's like you know got a like kind of sad backstory you know his wife was killed oh my wife wasn't killed but yes up to that point drunk older guy with a sad backstory i'll take that that's me he's he's, (laughs) i don't know like it's quite i I don't mind that that i think like the whole john wick epitomizes it as well this that was that was the worst character development of all time in his successful trilogy yeah his I've never even died. seen a. I've not. I've never seen a John Wick movie. I, well, I, I'm told that they're pretty entertaining, but I just if, haven't if, gotten around to watching one. Do you like action? Um, I mean, sometimes, yeah. So, like, I'll watch it, action. Every scene is like, what can John Wick do? That's like a semi-inventive way to kill someone in this scene. Right. And it gets it gets to the point. Like he, if you think if you think about most action movies that we grew up with in the 80s and 90s, I, wa- I actually watched Terminator 2 the other day. Still a pretty good movie. Oh, Terminator 2 is a classic, man. Right. I love that movie. The, the good guys don't fucking cut people's heads off. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? In John Wick, 
He will butcher people. Like, he well, is so, a fucking animal. He will so do the John worst is, things. Look, he's a really cool guy, right? It's Keanu Reeves. He's a cool guy. He lives in a cool house. He's got a cool dog. He's, he's got a sad backstory. He's troubled. He's obviously... Uh, he was an ex-assassin or some shit. But the point of this, the, the, the movie is it's, it's a classic... Originally, it was a, cl- a rip-off of, like, these Korean revenge movies where, oh. you know... He would be, someone would come along, break into his house and kill his dog. Yeah. And so he went on this rampage, rampage. rampage to avenge yeah. the dog. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. and, and each sequel, they then have to f- come up with some e- even more bizarre reason why he has to go on this All oh, right. Rampage. So it's not always the dog. It's not like. No, but that was no, what started. He went on his That's rampage. He got it. home. He had a pizza. He drank like a, cu- a glass of milk and just decided I'm still so fucking angry and then like <laughs> just went even more ham no, yeah, maybe just... someone like someone kicked his bin over or something and right. he got excommunicated from the uh the assassin underworld it's sort of they've got this this big thing set up where all the assassins are like part of some sort of there's like a code that they. it follow. sounds to me a bit like uh like the premise for falling down remember that with uh michael it's douglas nothing like falling down <laughs> it's you like haven't it, been listening somebody you like no, down. no no but it's like it's that idea that like it's like you know maybe i guess like somebody killing your dog you would probably want to go out and get some revenge or whatever but like it, it feels like so, some like you know getting angry about like the the straw that broke the camel's back sort of thing right, yeah. right. and that's yeah, your, that your is tipping it. right I right, mean, right. it's yeah. not about the dog it's about it's the, about the, it's about uh, like just like a lot of, of yeah. stuff that's built up over time yeah, and then right. the dog and he decides the dog becomes like, the catalyst for him just going out I need to do and, the right thing yeah, that's yeah. right and kill all these mafia people yeah. and and so but, but yeah, he, he, he he fights these guys in such a way that I I lost sympathy for him and you stop seeing him as a hero and it's literally just gun porn and right. people really oh wow look at that reload that was a good reload that Ricciardo did there you know and all that yeah. kind of shit and all, there are all these YouTube videos of him in training, and he's sure. like actually on a range shooting things and all the rest of it. It's just gun porn. Well, it's bizarrely sequels to The Matrix in a sense, right? A, a, a pure, more pure sequel because... Not, not, not a pure sequel, obviously, but, but a, a spiritual successor in that, that we saw that character in The Matrix be this badass guy w- w- with guns, right. you know, going and doing these elaborate action scenes, you know, where he's spinning around, jumping on the ceiling, throwing a knife through someone's head across the room kind of thing. Right. All of this sort of very... It's, it's no shaky cam. That's the other thing. John Wick is very clean. It is. It is well shot. Yeah. Clean action, you know, that's actually watchable because there was a time when oh. I would just skip through action and stuff in TV and movies like because it was all just everyone was shaky camming up and and bullshit and it was it was it was unwatchable it's it was just the really worst bad. bit of my TV show yeah it was incoherent movie. it's just it's just you're just watching kinetic energy on the screen just thrashing and this just is noise, moving around yeah. you can't see anything what and it's that, meant to make uh, it seem more real but it was awful what was that movie where the guy basically the whole movie was a guy had a GoPro on his helmet and he was like jumping between trains and like fighting people? That and started stuff? off as a YouTube video, didn't it? Where the guy uh, I was can't like, remember the name of it, but it, like I always thought it looked interesting, but apparently it's not not that. Great. No, I think the full length film is is, is not going to be it. But um, yeah, I can't remember. There yeah. is so a, the, there the is problem a, I have with John yeah. Wick is that he doesn't just shoot the baddies and they fall down like a normal stupid goofy action movie. He will then go over. And like shoot them in the head point blank, like every time. And it's like holy shit! Like there's no there's no mercy with this guy. He's like the bad guy. If if this the bad guy did this, you think what a fucking asshole. That guy was down and out, and he just fucking finished him off. 
John Wick will go up and press the gun into your mouth, take the time to reload, shoot you in the brains, shoot another guy in the knee, shoot the next guy in the face, and then grab the guy who's fallen to the ground and like blam, 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 blam in his face. Like, dude, what the fuck? Chill. Chill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's too much. Man. Too much. It's, it's, um, but I think that that's why it's successful, though, right? Because it is that that kind of thing is something that you you don't see in Western cinema as much, right? That that even back in the day, like the, the spaghetti westerns from Italy were a lot sort of darker, and it wasn't until it was like Dirty Harry and stuff like this that was that they sort of replicated some of that um, gritty darkness. You know, characters who were very just a and anti-hero you know a yeah. bad guy clearly well it's interesting um, you bring that up lewis because the gosh. guy that made john wick 3 which i think is called john wick 3 parabellum i could be wrong wick fans correct me in the comments i'm so. sure you will um there's a scene in it where he breaks in he's being chased because the call has gone up saying it's midnight john wick's you know he's a he's a, you can kill him now and there's a big reward if you do that's the setup for the whole movie so He's on the run. He's running. Suddenly, this fucking assassin's everywhere. His cab driver's an assassin. The guy playing the violin's an assassin. This beggar's an assassin. The guy at the McDonald's is a, an assassin. They're everywhere, and the, the, the <laughs> conceit is that there are assassins okay. coming out of the fucking world. Like how they, they the 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 market is saturated. It must be impossible to make a living. It's like Uber. They've basically done what Uber's done. There's drivers everywhere. They, it, there's less share to go around for the rest of them. So that's the the situation. The John Wick economy does not make sense. Anyway. He runs into this gun museum, locks the door. Rather than just keep on running, he cracks open the cases and starts putting together a gun. And he's like spinning the chamber and listening to the click and all the rest of it. I mean, why he managed to find some bullets in there, I don't know. But either way, he assembles this gun just to shoot one guy and then he keeps running. And that whole scene was meant to be an homage to like this particular scene. You can look it up of uh, the guy who was like the, the fat, guy in uh, the good the bad and the ugly i can't remember his character's name oh the um, um yeah i can't remember his name either but the um not lee van cleef not no, Clint Eastwood, the, other the other guy yeah right. the, where he goes the, into the a gun store in the good, right the, bad, the ugly, ugly exactly yeah. he's the ugly he goes into the gun store and he like puts together a gun from different bits of guns and gets it just right it, it, that's an an homage to that now that scene has nothing to do whatsoever with John Wick. They just shoehorned it in because the guy liked it. That's John Wick in a nutshell. Is this not very, it doesn't make sense. It's just a series of action sequences with the shallowest of possible plots. And right. it's brutal. It's brutally gory and unnecessarily so. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I get the appeal. And you know what? I, honestly, sometimes I don't mind just watching something like that. You, I, th I feel like for me, I just got to be in the mood, you know? Like, or if it's on TV and I'm just kind of like, sat there and uh, like i'll watch it sort of thing i don't know if i'd necessarily seek it out you know i don't know i just like um i say this a lot but like oh, man i just like documentaries the older i get the more i like them as well. <laughs> i just like, yeah i just like uh i just like uh learning about things that happened and reading about them afterwards and stuff too i was I gonna watch a documentary about uh this american football player this hawaiian american football player right and uh He's going to be like the Heisman Trophy winner and he's going to go play for the NFL and all this kind of stuff. And yeah. then it turns out he, he'd said his girlfriend had died, right? Uh, but she didn't exist. Oh. Uh, that's the whole setup for, it's like a three or four part documentary. 
And Mrs. F was like, shall we watch that? And I was like, I don't know. It seems like a pretty weak Thin. start <laughs> to a series. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't really seem like such a shocking story that, I mean, it, it's no, it's no double LeBron James. You know what I mean? That's no, yeah. a story right there. Um, mm. This is literally, oh yeah, he invented a girlfriend, but then the story is, well, maybe it was another guy who was catfishing him and he'd only ever really met this girl online. That's pretty much it. That's the drama. And I'm like, this needed multiple episodes? This is like a half hour show. Yeah. And you could sum it all up. Like I read the, I read it off Wikipedia to me and Mrs. Ephraim. I read the Wikipedia. I was like, summed up, job done. There was that ne other one. Um, there's the other one on Netflix, which was... Which was similar. The one uh, that with the, the 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 girl who stayed at that hotel in uh, in L.A. and they oh yeah and they eventually yeah. she went missing and then they found her. Um, I felt like that one could have been probably just an episode, just an episode. Yeah, yeah. I felt. I mean, like they they did multiple that one. Do you remember? Just it just dragged it yeah, out. Just like it was. It out. But it's it, it is interesting. Like you know, I would have watched like you know an hour and a half documentary on that or whatever. Like right. the story itself was very interesting. But to, but do, to do, do you remember stretch we, we it watched out that, that far one. was too much. We watched that one where the guy was about it. accused of mm -hmm. murder, but he was at a baseball game and Larry yeah, David that was, was filming. A, that Curb. was really interesting. But it was like See, a nice well thirty-five done. minute job job done. Yes, you told yeah. the story. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm finished. I don't That's need to hear from his like mailman. Hundreds of you know? random fucking people right. giving their fucking thing. Well, I think what happened to it was it was the aliens in the moon. Yeah, um, <laughs> and everyone's like, okay, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, look, it was uh, uh, what I don't like is all the complete garbage speculation. You know, like yeah. like fucking uh, like a Reddit thread of every fucking every dumb suggestion you could possibly well, imagine. Well, uh, on, on this on this thread, um, I started watching this uh, documentary. It's like it's a mini series about DB Cooper, and yeah. uh, that that's that's a one. <laughs> that's that that is that's one episode. Somebody does something really simple that nobody can figure out, and then it's it it seems like five episodes of people all coming out of the woodwork with their theories on who it could have been and how he could have done it right. and how he could have gotten away with it and did he even exist and uh, conspiracies and oh man it's nothing about D.B. Cooper like right. it, it, it's just it's all about the sort of uh, like I don't know, scene that developed around the, the micro economy him. that's formed around yes. DB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a swarm of additional weirdos. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. Like, like uh, it's uh, an uh, interesting thing. It's an interesting heist. But like, you gotta, you gotta remember the the time that that took place. I mean, they didn't yeah. even have metal detectors or anything. Like, that's primarily how drugs were smuggled into the country as well, right? right. People would just pack a suitcase full of them and, the security and just travel back then by was air. <laughs> There's no security. You, you, you had to walk past customs and they just eyeballed you. Yes. If they, if they didn't like the look of you, they were like, hold on a minute there. You look sweaty. It's like, yeah. huh? Yeah, they're on to me. <laughs> That's it. I mean, it's, it's crazy. But then, like, also, you know, at the time, it was this big big deal or whatever but you watch it now and you're like okay yeah i mean 200 grand is a lot of money but like man it's it's not so much that you would spend that much time and energy trying to figure it out you know like <laughs> and like any any modern police department would be like well you know we haven't it's been a week we haven't solved it 
<laughs> guess we're just writing that money off. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. On, guys. Yeah, you're not yeah. getting your money back, but we'll keep it on file. We'll keep it on file. If anything else comes up, uh, yeah. we'll, you know. I don't. It's 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 just completely, um, you know, like it's taken over some people's lives. You know, they they just yeah. like you know they go to like themed coffee shops around DB Cooper and stuff like that. It's yeah, yeah. It's wild. It's it's nuts. It, it feels like one of those only in America things, right? Like it's it's, it's crazy. It is a it crazy is a story. bit eccentric and stuff, but I don't know. It's been it's been kind of fun. We've been we've just been watching it and just you know it's it's interesting. But enough. Uh, it's for anyone that doesn't want to watch the show but wants to know more about DB Cooper. There are like three or four really good YouTube vids about it, um, where they sum it up very nicely. And that's all you need. It's like twenty minutes or whatever, and, yeah. and job done. Like yeah. it doesn't need to be all those episodes. No. But they need to they need content, right? Yeah. Now, what, like I keep saying is, it must be cheaper to stick a bunch of older movies on there than to fucking crank out new ones. Yeah. I would love, there are tons of movies that I would love them to stick on there and they just don't. No, they just don't. I know. I hate, the, the, the thing I hate as well is uh, when they do put movies on there, they'll put like Terminator 1 and you're like, oh shit, okay, cool. Terminator 3, where, <laughs> right. the, fuck, where the fuck is Terminator 2? Where's like, two? it's the best Terminator. Like, Where's it's, two? it's not there. Yeah. <laughs> just, they you're don't like, have oh, it. sorry, no, we didn't get that one. Yeah. It's like okay, also, you I'll know just what watch else I these hate? two other not so great Terminators uh, and try yeah. to remember how great two was. Thank but you. But when a remake comes out, the even worse thing they do is put out the original, and you see it and you think, oh, the the new Dune is up on so and so, and you look and it's like, oh, it's the old one. Yeah, like, I've already seen that a hundred times. I don't need to see that again. I wanted to see the new one. Like I, they'll they'll say like, oh, and, and they, well, here's the original that was made in 1932. If you want yeah. to see that, it's like, can you not? Try to get in on the coattails of this movie. Oh, yeah. It always makes me laugh is when Chernobyl was out. For us, we had to watch it on Now TV, right? right? The the Chernobyl miniseries. If you went to any of the other streaming services, Prime, Netflix, or whatever, they had like Shadow of Chernobyl. Like, right. You know, it's like some other documentary Anything series. Anything Chernobyl related, they're chucking it that out. people would think that it was <laughs> the really good one that everybody else is talking about on the other streaming service that, and they, they would watch it. Even even down to the thumbnail looking kind of similar. Yeah, they changed like the that. thumbnail for sure. For they sure. They love doing that, eh? Like, it's so cheap. Like, yeah, you're, you're going to fool me for exactly two minutes. Yes. I'm not and paying then, uh, any more for this. It's not like you've tricked me into a movie theater and now I'm like, oh, we may as well watch it. I can just yeah. press back and be annoyed. Like, you've just annoyed yeah. me. You've earned no more money. <laughs> I'm not like, well, hold on, honey. Don't cancel the Netflix subscription. There's something that kind of looks like Chernobyl on here. So let's watch <laughs> that. Oh, man. Yeah. It's uh, uh it, it it's an interesting one. I mean, I watched the the Chernobyl, the 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 good one. Oh, it's so good. I didn't watch any of the other ones because once I feel like right. sometimes you watch something and it's so good that you're just like, I don't need to watch something else yeah. about this. This is fine for me. Like this has, this has ticked all the boxes. I'm I'm good to move on, sort of thing. It's like when you find that one porn movie that you just that's it. That's the one. Yeah, this one's the one for me. I'm gonna I'm gonna save this, this to loop. my external hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> put it in my folder. 
That's the one, baby. We finally struck gold. That's the all I need. I'm going to disappear into the countryside. (laughs) Honey, you can pack up and get the fuck out. I found it. I found it. Oh, man. I could be like that. I could be like the D.B. Cooper of porn collecting, you know, like uh, <laughs> this man found the, the, the best porn. porn. He, he and then found he, the Holy and Grail. Then he jumped out of a plane and, and he's he never been seen again. An airplane and parachuted into the forest, never to be we seen again. We found traces of pornography stuck up on the trees. <laughs> we saw it. We found a receipt for an external USB hard drive. <laughs> I think it was aliens that gave him the porn. These fossilized tissue remains uh, reveal. <laughs> A trail oh, leading fuck. west. But, oh, man. <laughs> hey, um, listen, It's uh, I know that you guys have all done your vacations and stuff, but I'm going on one in like 10 days. Mm. Oh. Your first time away since uh, just before the start of COVID. Right. We have not left this rock in over two years. So everybody is pretty, pretty hyped up. Where are you going? Uh, we're just going to England okay. for a week. Um, you swinging by Twickenham at any point? No, okay. no, we'll be nowhere near London or Twickenham, sadly. Okay. Um, but you know, it's um, England. It, it, it it'll be good, but we do have a baby. Yeah, so it's like you hard. never know, right? Yeah, it's gonna be hard. She's good. Like she's fun. fine. She sleeps and stuff, but. All it takes is like one bad diarrhea or something, and you know that that can really just just get you, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it sure, can really. Same with me. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, anything. Well, but... happen, it can happen to us all. Yeah. Uh, that's so that's so great, Sips. I'm glad you're getting like a bit of um a bit a of little a, bit of little bit of a break. Holiday. Little yeah. little bit of a break. My uh, my my daughter's learning how to ride a bike. And uh, my son just got a, a new bike that he is uh, is good at riding. So my kids have been bike riding a lot this summer. That which, is very wholesome. Which is kind of nice too. Yeah, yeah. Remember riding a bike? Remember being excited to ride a bike? I yeah. do. Remember being I used happy. To, my my yeah. first bike was a red BMX with red tires. Mm. And I thought it was so cool because when I, because I didn't have uh, handlebar brakes, it had the the back pedal brakes. Mm, I hated that. I would I would slam those suckers on, and there would just be red streaks all over the road it's from a, my tires. Were, it was a nightmare. It was a way to pop your tires almost instantly. Yeah, I know. Wow. It was just like there was no did, gradual braking. It was just the sudden. <laughs> You're you're breaking and skidding. It was great. I loved it. They made it with different stuff back then. I was skidding all over the place and never never popped a tire. My ever. friends popped my tires and I never forgave them for it. Mm. It was pretty rough. Did you ever put uh, like baseball cards in your spokes and stuff at the back of your no, bike? No, we had spoky dokies. Um, oh, like the plastic things that like yeah. fell down the spokes. Yeah. So you 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 sort of uh, as you cycled, it went tickle 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 yeah, like that. Yeah, we yeah. had those. Did you have like uh, rainbow streamers on your handlebars and stuff too? We uh, some lads had the streamers, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so my bike was a pedal backwards. It was a BMX, so that was the thing. Yeah. Um, it was. I mean, you know, it, it's actually pretty good because in a way, it means you you don't have brake cables in the way, which is a big thing if you if you're a hot BMXer. Uh, yeah. But unfortunately, there was a, a suspension bridge near us. It's called the it's called the suspension bridge. It's not a very fancy bridge, um, but it, it's a suspension bridge, and it's covered with you know what? This gives me massive Triforce Deja Vu. I am 100% sure I've talked about this before. But, uh, I don't remember. It was like a sandpaper. It's not paper. ringing any bells with me. So Well, well then obviously we've never spoken about it before. On oh the bridge, on the, the, the sort of planks, they had uh, adhered a sandpaper-like gripping 
surface that was like pebbles in glue right to stop people yes. this is this is coming back to me yes that yeah. was the point where i remember when i described the surface i thought aha i've talked about this before and my friend cycled my bmx really fast did the back pedal and skidded like 20 feet and burst my back tire and had to carry it home it might have even been this year that i told that story so i do apologize regular listeners but I don't. Give I don't know. That. I mean, I I don't no, remember I, hearing I this story. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna get injured on the sandpaper. No, I was not injured. No, he burst oh. my back tire with friction. But the bike was. Yeah. Well, with pure friction. Fascinating. Jesus yeah. Christ. Fascinating stuff. That is it for today. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. <laughs> this is me to ride. As you can tell, we've not done much except play play up and watch telly this week. Um, but I'm sure we'll have some more interesting stuff. Well, I'm next coming time. out of Bristol today, so we'll talk about that. Oh, next week. oh nice. Have, have a good trip. Thank you. Yes. Well, it's not really much of a trip, is it? It's just kind of up the road for you, right? It's How two, long does it take you like to drive two hours. from Twickenham? It's two hours. Oh, but, two? Okay. But Sorry, more importantly, it's the friends that I get to see there. What's um, uh, just uh, just out of interest when you're doing your two hour road trip up to Bristol? You got any uh, favorite stop offs? Uh, you got there's got to be like a roadside. I do like, not uh, stop. You don't. I do not stop. Not even a little chef or anything. Not at all. Come on, no, man. dude. I'm the classic dad. Once he gets going, that's it. This train oh, has no brakes. I am just. I going. fucking love stopping. You have to beg me to stop the car. If I see a rest stop, I'm even if I'm not hungry or thirsty, I'm going to check no it out. Way. I'm a stopper. No way. I'm a stopper. I'm, a I'm always. Stopper, I'm always saying, can we stop at the next one? Like every time. Every oh time. man, you know I'm what the best is? I've never given either of you a fucking lift. I'm telling when you. When you're on the road in uh, in Canada, a lot of the rest stops, at least when I was uh, when I was younger, and we would do road trips either from uh, Ottawa to Montreal, or occasionally from Ottawa to Toronto to like visit friends or whatever you had wendy's um usually it was like tim hortons wendy's sometimes like uh you know like pizza hut or kfc or something like that but wendy's oh man you go into wendy's and get a frosty and you just have a nice like chocolatey ice cream (laughs) milkshakey uh thing to eat in the car it was really nice refreshing like just just really we stopped for lunch or fuel that's it right if it's lunchtime we're stopping we need fuel we're stopping but otherwise, we ain't stopping. You're stopping if someone okay, needs Okay, but pee. if you stop for someone, fuel, someone needs you might pee. get a snack too, right? If like, I stop for petrol, of course, I'll come back with Haribo. I'll come back with with, uh, with Tic Tacs, chewing gum, Mentos. Normally not gum, actually, because you've got to then leave it in the car. So crisps, my, not crisps. My, my brother crisps, was... Uh, get some Crippins, yeah. My brother was six years younger than... Uh, was well, and still <laughs> is. He's He is six years younger than me. But yeah. you know, when I was like, say, 11 or, or 10 or whatever, and he was much smaller, uh, I feel like I had a very typical North American upbringing in the sense that summer vacation normally involved driving, driving. somewhere very yeah, yeah. far. Yeah. So, you know, we'd be sitting in the back of the car with not much to do or whatever. My dad would stop somewhere and we'd get a Coke. And I remember my my brother would always get a bottle of Coke, a plastic bottle of Coke. But because he was so much smaller or whatever, if he had a snack with it or, or whatever, he would backwash so bad. And there would just be big chunks <laughs> wow. floating around in that bad boy. That's that is bad. And Help. now I associate it so heavily with road trips now. Like if somebody even mentions road trip, all I see is a bottle of Coke with chunks floating around Oh, that's around disgusting. Well, that's that's yeah, it's yeah. brutal, eh? Like it's such a traumatizing thing Ugh. for me. Well, God, I think you need to get some therapy about that, dude. <laughs> well, yeah, yes. I got a, a lot of unpacking to and do. And now I, I do too. Now I've got Sorry. to actually pack and get dressed and, and get down there. So we better call this. All right. Yes. Thank you, everyone. Uh, <laughs> Peace we'll out. Leave you, leave you with that. Yeah. Uh, we Enjoy. Love you. Merry Christmas. See you you soon. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. (laughs) Goodbye.